getting yourself to see that is the hard part. And I think we all fall short as, as men. We're like, well, we're not doing enough. We've been conditioned that we got to be everything and do everything all at once. And the more that we do, sometimes the more we feel like we're not doing enough. Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards. Welcome to the Big Fitness Show, episode 51. Let's see if I can use any more hearts since I almost lost mine the other day when we were recording. <laughs> I am alive. I am I sent you to Staying Alive Remix, which is an excellent thing on Spotify. <laughs> Who I'm talking to is my co-host, the heart and the soul, no pun intended, of the Big Fitness Show. Big Mike Barron. How you doing, Mike? I'm good, buddy. It's good to get to chat with you. I've enjoyed our conversation. We talked last week how our, our pre-show conversations are probably longer than the actual uh, recording, uh, but it's been a fun conversation this morning for us to have. So I'm doing good. I'm glad that you did not actually, we don't know for sure, did not actually have a heart attack at the end of last week's episode. So I'm glad that you're still with us and not getting sick on me again. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit worse than sick, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I am very appreciative. And, and for people that don't know, I said a couple of days ago, we, we had a scheduling thing and we ended up recording last Wednesday's episode on Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. afternoon. And at the end of the episode 50, which you can find here on the YouTube channel, as well as on Spotify, Apple podcast, all that stuff. Something weird happened when my chest got super, super tight and my left arm, they, you know, did something. So I've, I've read a couple articles that that might be <laughs> indeed uh, a heart attack, but it wasn't. I don't think it was. I was exhausted yesterday. I will say that I didn't have the energy that I usually have. And I was even, even falling asleep on the couch at like 4.30. And usually yeah. I'm the one that when we go to bed, by the way, we're going to have a YouTube video on my channel about you know, sleep quality and tips and habits that men over 50 should do, but it applies to everybody. Long story short, I never fall asleep before my wife. I'm always like watching the Y files or some documentary or some space thing or whatever. And I was out. I mean, yeah. I was out. My wife was like, <laughs> you know, and of course something super loud and violent came up in one of the documentaries and woke her up. So she shut the TV off and, um, that's just funny. a weird day. So what I'm thinking possibly, and this is why episode 51 is very interesting. Yeah. I think I had some kind of stress induced, very severe anxiety attack. And as crazy insane wrestlers, what do we do when we're hurting? We laugh <laughs> and joke about it. So push through sociopaths. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you think about all that? Like what's your think on my, my perspective of life and what I believe may have happened. No, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, if just based on conversations we've had uh, offline about just things going on and some stress that may be feeling about direction and things we're working on to, to dial things in a little bit, I think maybe it could have been a little stress, a little stress induced. And so that's why the, the topic of today's episode is very important because it's, it's about stress and, and we're going to talk about things that we do to cope with stress and how we can cope with it and how you manage it and, and how I manage it and how we work through it and stuff like that. And so that's going to be a very short part of the show. How we manage well, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We just pile more work on and create more channels yeah. and create CrossFit guides and blueprints. Yeah. It's how not, do we manage yeah. it? We don't. We don't. We don't. We just go. It, it, but that's, that's the big issue too. Like, like I went from a guy way back and this didn't just give people, there is a fitness element to this. We're going to talk about chemically how stress can completely mm. kill your gains. And I've been sure. there and you've been there, but 
a while, a long, it seems like a long time ago, but back when I wrestled, you know, you get either one of two things happen when you wrestle. Either you have the ability to make up a bunch of excuses and blame other people because it is a fake subjective business creatively where pushes, meaning if you're featured on TV, if you're getting paid, if you're getting spots on house shows, TV, pay-per-views, that is a very subjective thing based on sometimes only one person's opinion. It's mm. incredibly stressful to try to change that person's opinion or keep that person's opinion positive with your character or you as a person because your financial future literally depends on it. So you can either in wrestling, if we've seen both of both cases, guys and girls tend to use that as an out, as a scapegoat, as why they weren't more successful in wrestling nor post wrestling. I was one of those people, and that's why I gained all the weight. I was up to 262 when I was wearing the shirt and tie with right to censor. And then it just took somebody to literally tell me one day that I had gotten fat. Mm. And it, the light bulb went off, and then I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Then what people might say was just as unhealthy, I became hyper accountable. So mm. when it wasn't even my fault, when I wouldn't, when I could have given myself a little bit of grace, as you say, I didn't do it. I was super yeah. hard on myself, super hyper accountable and almost would stress myself out to the point of paralysis sometimes because it's all yeah. my fault. How do I fix it? And this and that I never, I, I don't know which way I'd rather, I think I'd rather be like this and then kind of peel it back rather than trying to gain maturity perspective and then get that accountability. I'd rather try to figure out spots where I can, I can give myself that grace. It's, it's dude, it's, it's such a struggle. And I think in episode 50, it, it really did uh, uh, accumulate into that moment. And that's sure. with your help. So it would have been much worse <laughs> if you weren't giving me your business coaching guidance. So that's, uh, how do you feel about that part? About that, that you know, we're both wrestlers and we both sure. have seen both ends of the spectrum of people just blaming everybody else and feeling sorry yeah. for themselves and waiting for calls and all this other BS, you know? I don't yeah. ever want to be that person again. Yeah, no, I, I I think with the stress piece of this, the stress can manifest itself in so many different ways. And stress can come from so many different areas and depending on how you handle that and how you cope with it. And there's different ways to cope with it that just that can be healthy and can be unhealthy. And so finding ways to deal with it in a healthy way, like but to to the point of stress, there's our bodies have adverse reaction to stress whether you believe it or not they do and um your what happened a couple of days ago when we were recording the episode if if in fact that was a stress induced thing your body's saying hey chill out bro you know like you've pushed too hard you're doing too much and i'm gonna wake you up and there's gonna be a, a potential physical catastrophic event that's going to happen to wake you up because of the stress that you're not dealing with. And so if you internalize all that stress and you can channel it, finding ways to channel stress is, is a great thing and channel that into, you know, getting hyper accountable, getting yourself healthy again is good to a certain extent, but when it crosses that line and becomes unhealthy, then it's, it's a big, it's a big problem. Um, but I think one of the things that you need to do when it comes to, to stress is really 
naming it and understanding what it is. And so you need to take a look at it and just realize you're all stressed. Everybody that we're talking to, everybody that's listening to this right now is stressed. We all are. We all have different stresses. I have, you know, uh, stress because I've got three children and a wife and, you know, work from home and trying to work from home with a four-year-old. It's tough. So there's stress that comes in grateful for it. There's stress that comes in from work, trying to monetize what I'm doing, trying to make money, trying to provide for my family. There's stress that comes in, in all different areas of life that just happens. And you got to find a way to create the outlet, work through it. But I think it all starts with understanding and naming that stress that's been created. And, you know, we've talked a lot in the past about taking accountability for it and, and doing it in a healthy way. And when you, really understand where that's coming from and what the triggers are that is creating the stress, you can start to address them. And if you don't, then you're never going to address the actual stress that's going on in your body for sure. Well, how do you think, um, how do you think you achieve the happy medium? Like you said, name the stress. Yeah. So what do you do? I mean, it is, is the stress your enemy is the stress. There's people that think the stress is your friend. And obviously I think the number one thing before you answer that, Oh, <laughs> delete every social media app off your phone <laughs> and put the phone down and, and live life and go outside sure. and do things. And I don't do that enough because part of our, part of our business and most of our business is sitting right here doing this, editing video, being in the mm -hmm. studio, but yeah. you know, I haven't gotten out to the, I live 10 minutes from the beach. I can go to the sure. beach for a half hour and just listen. And it would yeah. probably do me a world of good. But I don't because I get caught up with what I think is getting affected by the toxic productivity of the world and the hustle mm. culture. And we're, 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 we're smartened up to that, but it doesn't mean that we're still not putting in 16, 17, 18 hour days trying to work. So, I mean, what would you, yeah. what would you do? What, what would you call a happy medium with that? What would, what would be maybe the elevator pitch solution to, 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 to letting it get out of control? Yeah, it's tough, man. It's so tough because I like I am guilty of being caught up in the stress all the time, and it's I don't always find a happy medium. There's days where I I do find a happy medium. So, like for example, yesterday, my dad came over and we worked in my garden yesterday and got the started prepping the garden for um, this upcoming season and and planting some seeds and and getting some seeds started and stuff. But I was outside working in the garden all morning and it was great. And it was a great break. Cause like you said, most of my time is spent in my office in front of a computer, trying to create content, trying to come up with the next thing. And yesterday it was, I just be totally transparent, <laughs> try to be anyways. Um, but the yesterday was a nice little break because I needed it because I know that the last couple months I've shared with you that I just, you know, I got to get things going, got to get the business growing a little bit. And I'm stressed to the max. I am so stressed right now because of where I want to go. And I just want it to happen faster. I know I'm on the right path, but I struggle with the patience of it. And it's creating stress to the point where I carry my stress and the, to, back to the point of the, your body, uh, your body lets you know when you're stressed. I carry my stress in my traps. I feel it all the time. And so I have so much built up here that I get like muscle knots and I, I can't explain it any other way than I'm just like 
tense. You know, like I, I feel like I have this, this overwhelming amount of stress and there's things that I do that alleviate it, but the tension stays and the people carry tension differently. Some people carry it in different places. Some people carry it in their stomach. Some people carry it in their chest, you know, like yeah, a couple of days ago for you, it was kind of hit your chest and you had a little, little thing. And, and it's, it manifests in so many different ways when you get to that point. But yesterday I was outside working in the garden. Nothing else mattered in that moment. And that was, was awesome because I was just laughing and joking with my dad and <laughs> talking, talking, having a good time. Uh, my youngest daughter came out and started playing in the garden with us and was helping us do stuff. And so it was just a real like stress-free moment. And then I was able to start some seeds for the garden and I did that yesterday. And that's the first time that I'd ever done it. And my dad was like teaching me how he does it so that I can learn to do it. And it was just really, really freeing. And it was a fun day. What wasn't fun though <laughs> is after I got done with all that, I came back down here and I sat at my desk and I was like, shit, I got to make up for this whole day. And that's where I had to catch myself because I sat here and was like, I just wasted an entire day. I didn't get anything done. I didn't do anything. I didn't get anything, any work made. I didn't get anything going. I didn't make any sales today. I didn't talk to anybody today. You mind and that yourself. Oh, dude. Yeah. And I sat here for a minute and I was just thinking, I started making notes and and writing out what I was going to work on and, and all the things that I needed to accomplish. And I had to take a minute and really put myself in check and be like, Mike, you just got your garden ready for, for growing. You just started a whole bunch of seeds. I mean, I say you a picture. I started a crap ton of seeds yesterday to get ready for the growing season. So I got a lot done. That's going to set me up, uh, set my family up to have food and, and all kinds of stuff and have the garden be successful. So I got a lot done. And so I had to give myself some grace in that moment and just kind of like, Hey, chill out, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and then, so then the rest of the day, I had a very short window of, of needing to get stuff done. My wife was going to play volleyball. And so she, I, she goes and plays volleyball on Wednesday nights. And I had a very short window and I was just like, you know what, do a couple things. Don't stress about it and just breathe. And I, I really had to, I feel like if I didn't take that, that moment to check myself, it would have carried over into stressing to get as much done as I could before my wife left and then stressing to get the kids to youth group and stressing to do all the things that I had to do throughout the night. And I would have been even more tense and on edge and ready to just flip out. But because I took that minute. So to, to finally answer the question, I think finding a happy medium is just constantly being aware of what you're creating, what talk is going on in your mind and being able to stop and check yourself, count to 10, whatever you want to call it and make sure that you're like, Hey, acknowledge what you got done and realize it doesn't need to be that big of a stressful situation. So that would be my answer. That's how I find a happy medium. How do you find yeah. a happy medium? Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Fair it's enough. amazing. It's amazing to me. And we're going to get, like we talked about, there's there's chemical. If you're working out and you're dieting and doing everything right, stress yeah. can kill all that. We'll get to that in a minute. Sure. But for me, 
there's a few, few things. Number one, I feel like, and I enjoy everything that I do. I'm very blessed and sorry you to have businesses where we can monetize what we have passion for anyway. Sure. Sure. But then you, you kind of, it kind of creeps up and I don't know what the, what the interval is, how fast it does it, how it creeps up or what it's even called. But there's a thing when you are an entrepreneur, when you have your own business or businesses, everything you look at that you do, you start to try to figure out or try to figure out how to monetize it and you don't end up enjoying it. Just like you said, a garden, I wasted the entire day. Be of course, but the garden is free food. Yeah. You don't have to go to the market and you, you, yeah. you save and it's, you know exactly where it comes from and everything. So you had, you did monetize something that day. You monetize your food supply by yep. saving the money and not spending it, but you don't see that way. Right. I like to play video games. I don't do it as often as I used to, but I'm sitting there playing Madden with my friend online or doing whatever. All I keep thinking about is two things. Number one, okay, what, what else should you be doing right now in the <laughs> office or the studio, or should you be yeah. recording a workout video or should you be documenting the garage gym mirrors that just showed up or whatever, or Hmm. I'm playing Madden. I like playing video games. How do I monetize that? Yeah. Yep. You, you take all the joy sometimes out of your world when you're independent, when you're an independent contractor and an independent business, you, you feel like everything needs to, well, if it's my time, I got to try to monetize it or do whatever. And that's great. But like you said, what's the happy medium? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. In other words, the only joyful day without any thoughts of, even though we did, did a video on it, without any way to, you know, figure out the monetize it or how's this help my business is when we went to the original series Star Trek set. And the mm. only reason we filmed it was just because we wanted to share the experience with ourselves. We, I look back at that video and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> no, like thing of okay, how can I push this to an affiliate? How can I work with a brand? It was literally to my, actually I did say, how can I be a part of one of the fan films? <laughs> but that was more from a, that's more from a bucket list thing for an sure. experience. I don't care. I'm not getting paid anything for that. I just want to do it. And yeah. I need more of that in my life. I have a great wife. I have a great family. I have great friends like you. I, I have everything to be able to enjoy life day in and day out. Yeah. But for some reason, like you said, I sit here and go, I didn't do anything today. I already yeah. filmed it and edited one video. I'm filming yeah. and editing or not editing. You, that's your job now. I'm filming, yeah. <laughs> I'm filming a podcast that we do every week consistently now for well over a year. Mm -hmm. We now are talking about how we can bring it and niche it down and mm -hmm. get more focus on the show. There's all these different positive progressions that have happened just in the morning this morning. Yeah. Yeah. But I yep. will get off this show. I will sit here after we're done. And just like you, I'll say, I haven't done a damn thing today. <laughs> Why? That's yeah, an undue, know, that's undue stress that yeah. builds up over days, weeks, months, and even years. And yep. then you're, you just grab your chest one day and it could have been over just like yeah. that. Sure. And what did it mean to stress out over, over that stuff? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's, it's one of those things where it just builds up over time. And I think a lot of, of guys our age feel this, this level of stress that it's, what have I accomplished? I look back on, you know, I'm 40 and I'm like, what have I done? And then you feel like I haven't done anything. 
you know, like there's parts of me sometimes where I look at certain aspects of my life. My wife is amazing. I love her more than anything in the whole wide world. My kids are incredible. I love them more than anything in the world. And then for some reason, there's this stupid trick I play in my head of like, well, is that enough though? What, what did you actually do, Mike? You know, like you have a, a great, a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, beautiful home, uh, in a great town with great friends and great family and all this kind of stuff. And you have all these things, but then it's like, but what have you actually accomplished, Mike? What have you done? And then I start getting in my head of like, oh, I haven't done, I haven't done anything, you know? Cause then I look at my, uh, my wrestling career, never got signed to a major wrestling promotion, wrestling for 20 years, had all the potential in the world. But then I look at it and I sell myself completely short because I didn't accomplish anything and I'm a nobody. And then I'm like in my head, I stress about, well, fuck, I'm 40 years old and I'm never going to get to this point where it's going to going to happen for me. And then I look at my career and financially and money that I make and it was well, not, I'm not making enough money. And then, so I stress about having to do more and I stress about all the things that, are, that and it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until the point where you just want to freak out because you have so much on your plate, but you don't even realize it. And then you don't give yourself credit for anything. And because then when I look back on it, my wrestling career has brought me so much. And I haven't, I didn't, yes, I didn't make it and get the notoriety and and get a big money contract or anything like that. But you're not talking about well, Right, but right. But like the point is like, I have my friendship with you. I've been able to, as a kid growing up, I watched wrestling and, and was a fan, but I was able to wrestle a lot of the guys that I've watched. You know, I've wrestled a lot of names that were great experiences. I've been able to uh, be backstage at WWE, which a lot of people have never been able to do. I've met and hung out with lots of people and got lots of experience because of my wrestling career, because of being a wrestler. And so when I can take that time and really think about, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this is cool. This is cool. It helps alleviate some of that stress and some of the the stress that comes with feeling like you haven't accomplished it and haven't gotten where you want to go. Because I think for me, the hardest part right now from a stress perspective, as I look back on, I've wasted a lot. I wait, I feel like I wasted a lot of years in making stupid decisions and being a young, dumb kid. And in my twenties, you know, just being real dumb and, and not making the right choices. And then in my thirties, maturing and growing and figuring out what it was to be a husband and to be a father and, and learning that, but then not feeling like I've gotten, I haven't arrived yet to use that term. I, not that you ever arrive, but I feel like I haven't fully accomplished the things that I want to accomplish. And so there's this like stress of, man, I'm getting a little older. It's going to get harder. Am I actually going to accomplish it? And I'm not just talking about wrestling perspective. I'm talking about career. I look at it and, and I'm just, Oh, you know, like there's just this feeling like I'm having a hard time putting it into words right now, but there's this feeling of, I need to do more and I'm not done yet. And I need to get this stuff accomplished sooner than later so that I can feel like I've actually accomplished it. And there's this, this building, building stress. And if I don't take those moments to check myself and make a list of things that I actually have accomplished, make a list of things that I've, and you help me with this. Oh, you know, I have this imposter syndrome that comes up all the time in the CrossFit space, in the sales space. And we were talking about getting me, uh, 
working with some affiliates and, and working with some other brands. And I'm like, yeah, but what have I done? And then you were like, dude, you've been selling supplements for how many years? How many millions of dollars of supplements have you sold? And I was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I guess, I guess I have, you know that's what I mean? All they, that's all just... they care about. They don't care about your views or subs. How many sales can you convert? Right. And so like from a, from a YouTube perspective, I compare myself to you sometimes where you've got, you know, the wrestling channel's got a hundred thousand subscribers on it. Your fitness channel's got 90,000 subscribers on it. And so it's just like, man, I'm nothing compared to what you have, but I, but then, so then it's, it's, I got to do more before I can even do this. And so there's just this crazy, crazy amounts of stress. And I think being able to check myself, but then also having friendships like I have with you and uh, my buddy, Rob, we get real, real and, and raw with each other about life and, and the uh, people to check yourself for you, you know, like you got to check yourself, but then you got to have other people check you to, to help you manage some of that stress stress. So I know that was a long tirade of, of me talking, but man, the stress is real. And for everybody listening, I'm sure you're going through some of the things. And if anything I said resonated with, you just know you're not alone with having to deal with the stress of life. Everybody, everybody has their stress in their own way. You just got to find ways to manage it and, and work through it and hopefully put it behind you to a certain extent. No, I kind of said it better myself. That's uh it's just powerful stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to follow up what you said with these questions, because as someone has been to some of the places where you're looking at going, that you're going to work sure. towards at least getting the closure regarding sure. WWE and stuff like that. When you do have the opportunity and say you, you go to the performance center and you, you you're going to do great. You're going to be prepared this time. You're going to make it count, but they still turn around and say they don't say yes but they they don't sign you or they don't give you a contract this is probably a two-part question because i know the second part because i had the same dream since i was a little kid to go to wwe wwf at the time so say you get that far and you know you killed it they know you did but there's a factor of let's just say age or let's sure. just even say your height that you'll make everybody look small whatever it might be yeah. <laughs> there's someone honest with you and say these are the factors that can never be changed your, your yeah. size and your age. Yeah. But you did great. And, and like, if all you wanted was the closure to know that you, sh you're good enough, we're telling you you're good enough. Will you still have, as they say in Rocky five or Rocky Balboa, would you still have the, the stuff in the basement? What do you mean? Would you still be like, I have so much unfinished stuff and I'm not going to give up oh. going there or not give up, but I, I, that's not enough. I still need to go there. I still need to be on TV. I still need to, mm. they told me I'm as good. It's just factors I can't control. And it's just stupid wrestling. We already sure. got one of those or whatever. Yeah. What do you, I mean, how would you feel if that was the way they tempered your evaluation from being at, at the PC? You know, I, I, to answer that question, I would be fine if they, if I was told no, if I, if I was told flat out said no, you know, even if, if they if never I, gave you a reason, if they just yeah, said no, yeah. If I if I knew that I show if I showed up and gave it my all and I did everything I could and 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 I was still told no, that'd be fine. It wouldn't bother me. You know, like I'm in a different place with who I am and my identity is not that of a pro wrestler. You know, like I I am a pro wrestler and I you know everybody thinks that's really really cool and all that kind of stuff, but I don't. I almost downplay 
that my wife brings up the fact that I'm a wrestler more than I do, you know, cause I just don't, I, I don't, whatever. It's cool. It's a cool thing. And it's fun to talk about, but I'm not so caught up in that. It doesn't identify you or define yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So like I would be okay, but I have to know I'm more, the thing that would wreck me and what has wrecked me is that I didn't show up and give it my all or I gave it my all, but it wasn't, I wasn't prepared. I didn't prepare for it. That's the part of it that I think is more stressful than anything is just being prepared for what's to come. And in all aspects of, of my life, it's being prepared for family life, being prepared for the garden, being prepared for career and building the business that I want to take off and want to grow, but being prepared for wrestling, being prepared for everything that I do. And so that would haunt me more than anything is if I got another opportunity and showed up unprepared again and wasn't fully prepared. But if, if slash when I show up fully prepared and it's a no, it's a no, fine. I'll, I will be at peace with that. And it won't be as big of a, a thing that I need to feel like I have to, to chase anymore, you know? So you, you learned the lesson. You got an incredible lesson from not being prepared and it taught you a lesson to be prepared in everything else. So you think about what you got out of the supposed mistake. You learned the lesson and now you applied that to what I feel like everything that matters a lot more than wrestling. Sure. That's just yeah, what I'm true. looking at it. Here's the, here's my question now, because this okay. is where I, and I think you've spoke to anybody that's ever been there. You dream, you dream, you dream, you have the idea. And once I'm there, I've made it. And you, you assume your stress and anxiety and all the hard work paid off. And I, I've arrived and you get there and you learn that, oh, hmm, this isn't, uh, this isn't exactly what I thought. All right. I'm starting all over again. Cause every yeah. time you go in a new locker room, you're starting all over again and you got to put up with the same yeah. BS that you had to put up with paying your dues and all that stuff, or you're at a whole new level of just an environment. That's not any of the sure. things we are trying to put out there to the audience and how we try to live our lives. Yeah. So, and because you are not a mark, as we say in wrestling, you're not a mark for yourself and sure. you don't define yourself by that. Yeah. that sometimes wrestling promoters hate that because they sure. want you to give up everything for that your family, sure. all that stuff. And you said it honestly at one point in your life, way, way back. If you got the opportunity, you may have sacrificed oh, everything yeah, no that doubt. you have now. Yeah, there's no doubt. And if I wouldn't have matured and, and grown and had the, the negative experiences, I, I wouldn't have this, this level of, of peace. I mean, I don't know that I'm completely at peace with where things are, but if I didn't have the negative experiences in the past, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And if I'd have, if I'd have made it, 10, 15 years ago, uh, no, I would have 10 years ago, cause I've been married for 12. Uh, I would have lost my whole family because I would have just been immature and stupid enough to, to jeopardize the family and, and ruined everything, uh, because of the extra, the extra stress that would have came with it, you know, and no matter what it is and not just wrestling, the, no matter what it is in life, when you accomplish a goal, there's another level of stress that comes with it. So I think it's just learning these coping mechanisms and learning the things that you can do and, you know, the, the, having somebody to check yourself, having somebody to check you, but then now what can you do with this, this stress of action? You touched on it just a little bit ago. Um, the fitness and how that can play a role in stress management. You know, I know for me, 
that when I get a good workout in, man, it's like a high that I don't know you can duplicate when you're stressed about something. And, but here's where I struggle and <laughs> tell me if you struggle with this, when you feel like you stress, you're so stressed to get work done that you sacrifice your workout to get the work done. So then you don't work out. And then that adds to the stress. And that's my, that's a big thing for me is like, I'll wake up and be like, and say, okay, I got to get this done today. And then I'll work out. And then if I don't work out first thing in the morning, it just doesn't happen because then my whole day is consumed with work. The thing that I said I needed to do was taking too long. And so then I didn't finish it. And so then it, it compounds. But on the days where I wake up and I work out and I alleviate a lot of that stress right as the, the day progresses, it's easier to cope with any other stressors that come in. Is that, I mean, is that your experience with fitness I, and managing I, stress? I just work out right away. There's never, yeah. it's not an option. There's not negotiable sure. as far as that's concerned because I know number one, because of all the injuries and everything else, I need to work out in the morning. Cause then when I sit down here without mm. getting my blood flowing, getting my joints loosened up, getting my muscles worked out, this is going to hurt. I mean, it gets yeah. sore no matter what. So that's it right there. And it's gotta be the first thing. There's no, now when I'm working out, I think about what I got to do that day, but most of the stuff when I'm working out, I'm watching videos to try to help me be a better, better video editor. I'm watching what I need to watch to kind of, you know, set up my day or do whatever. And, you mm -hmm. know, I wish I could do some kind of brain dump like the day before and make sure this is what I got to do. And that's what we both got to work on. How's our, how our work days are structured. Cause once we start yeah. doing that, then our off days are truly off days Yeah, because we got it all done. We scheduled it. We got like whatever mind map done or whatever projects or storyboarding. I want to do shot lists for the editing. Mm. I really want to try to organize it. But here's the thing I want to tell you about. I, I think I've told you definitely off camera, the wrestling trap, I'll call it. It's a great business as far as it's given you and I great opportunity to make pretend to be somebody else. And yeah, we've, we've, I've gotten out of it and you're, you know, working on other stuff, whether you're in or out of it, that, that it doesn't dictate our life, rule our life and ruin all other aspects of a potentially really fruitful life with mm -hmm. our families and friends and all that stuff. But people looking and we've talked about it. I I've looked at my career and said, I've not, I've not I haven't done anything. Hmm. And you, you say, well, what about this? Yeah, yeah I did that, but this yeah. happened or I could have did more. Yeah, I went to these WrestleManias. I was involved in some fashion, former fashion, but I wasn't. I was only on the kickoff show in a battle royal, or I only managed Victoria at WrestleMania 19. I only managed at WrestleMania 17. And and trust me, it, it doesn't. I don't look at it like a wasted experience, but I do look at it like I didn't reach the full potential that I knew for myself, taking out the fake subjective element that it wasn't even up to me in sure. the first place. So sure. That's where the trap is getting the WWE and then saying, Oh, I got to start. All right. I got to fight all over again for this. I get it. I get it. Then you start to fight. Then it's the do you did too good. Hmm. And I, I assume if you, what well, if, and when you have the tryout, you will do too good and sure. get heat somehow sure. in the wrestling bubble. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the yeah. trap. Sure. So I sit here got this great stuff behind me that, you know, that people made for me, like the two belts. And I got the actual BWO outfit, which represents a lot of great memories and great moments that hopefully fans still remember. Yeah. And dude, I didn't even want to put these up on the wall because I'm just like, sure. it, it, I didn't do anything. My wife forced <laughs> yeah. it. So it's sure. 
we have a even though you and I, from a from an outsider's perspective, might go, these are two different like planets or our hemispheres of the wrestling business. No, no, you and I are exactly alike, and there's there's tons of other guys and girls out there. No matter what, I bet you there's a couple top ones. Do you think they got to be as happy as anything? They're making millions of dollars, and they're still looking at what fell short, what yeah. didn't happen. So I've gained well, I've gained a lot more perspective. But I'm just letting you know that's the that's the poison when you're involved in sports and entertainment. And in this case, it's both merged together. It will never be enough, and that's the gluttony and and the trick and the trap of the wrestling business in general. Yeah. So you, I give yeah. you credit because you didn't, you're not falling into the obsession. And then just sure. to finish my point, I'd started the wrestling analysis channel and it blew up and it was great. And I found like, I felt like I found my niche and I could do something positive and do whatever, but I found the same obsession, the same negative emotions, the same frustration. And in this case, with this episode, the same and also more accentuated focus stress because of a whole new stress about content creation and all that yeah. stuff. And it, it was screwing me up for a while and you were there f for the past few months. Yeah. And now I have yeah. to relegate it just in my mind to protect myself as it's a cool little hobby that makes a little bit extra money and anything yeah. after that's a bonus. Sure. Where before I was saying, this is a business I'm going to try out for networks. I mean, you got to aim high, but sure. then again, I was putting all this pressure on myself along with a fitness channel, a tech channel, the show life in general. Mm -hmm. And it was screwing me up. I yep. literally have to, I literally have to peel back from the wrestling thing because it's doing me more harm than good at this point. Right. And that's, that's the happy medium, at least for now. But does yeah. like, anything I say makes sense? Like that's the oh. thing they, you have to avoid going down into the abyss, into the obsession yeah. that you have no no control over with these people. Yeah, I, I think, I, yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, all of it does, and it applies to, to life too. I mean, it, we're talking about it in a wrestling context, but it's just every, anything, like your career, your family, you feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah, I was talking to a, a friend of mine from high school the other day. He feels like he's not enough for his family, and I'm like, bro, you're enough. You're fine. You're and he said his daughters love him. I'm like, well, that's all that matters. None of the rest of it matters. If your daughters love you, that's all that matters. You know, and it was one of those things that it was just like, you are enough, no matter what. And and getting yourself to see that is the hard part. And I think we all fall short as, as men. We're like, well, we're not doing enough. We've been conditioned that we got to be everything and do everything all at once, and we're not doing enough. And the more the more that we do, sometimes the more we feel like we're not doing enough. And so I think. Just to kind of put a a, a pin in this and, and wrap up the episode a little bit, the the things that you got to do when you're dealing with stress is you really got to check yourself. You really got to do a real self self assessment and look at it and be real. Don't bullshit. Be real. If you are a turd and you haven't done anything, then call it out and name it and call and and realize, hey, you know, I have not lived up to what I should have been. Early on in my marriage, I was not the best husband that I could be to my wife. I'm the best husband that I can possibly be right now. And I'm trying every single day to be the best husband that I possibly can. But until I recognized that I wasn't, things weren't as good as they could be. Now, my wife and I 
happier than we've ever been. <laughs> we were just talking about it the other day, but I had to name it first. I had to call myself out on it. And then if you can't call yourself out on it, you have to have other men in your life to call you out on it. Other men in your life to say, yeah, Mike, no, that's not cool. You're not doing that right. You know, like you need to step up here and have your friends to check yourself. And then learning how to manage that stress with doing, finding different outlets to manage the stress. For me, my pro wrestling that I do now is part of my stress management because it's fun. I enjoy it. It's something I get to do. I get to be physical. I get to beat some guys up. So it alleviates some stress working out every single day, but it doesn't have to be that. Obviously working out every day is going to be a great stress reliever, but if you like to go hunting, that's a great stress reliever. If you just want to go sit and be at peace and go hunting, cool. If you want to go work on a car, go do that. You know, whatever, whatever it is that can be that piece of stress relief for you. I think that's the third piece of, of managing it. Check yourself, have somebody to check you and then figure out how to manage that stress with what works for you. And that's how you can start to cope with and deal with all the stress that, that comes. I mean, what do you think? Does that sound good to you? No, I, I, I mean, not no, I don't know why I said <laughs> I totally agree with it. Um, yeah. I did tease a couple of times the physical and chemical uh, part before we end the episode. Oh, sure. Just yeah. quite simply, when you're stressed out, and I, I've experienced this, so as you, no matter no matter what you do, you can have the perfect workout, the perfect diet. You're not going to have the perfect sleep if you're stressed because you have mm. anxiety, stress. But your cortisol levels are through the roof, and you are going to have so much trouble. As a matter of fact, I at one point I was working out so hard so many times way back in the day. But my stress level, my personal life and everything was so out of control that I was getting belly fat. I just kept getting mm, stubborn. Yeah. It just kept building up and building up and building up. <laughs> and I just, it wouldn't stop. You yeah. know, and you try to work out harder, work out harder, do all these things. But from a chemical makeup, my body was literally just creating fat off the cortisol. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear you there, dude. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. It's not crunches. It's not like raises. It's not uh, rotational yeah. training. It's not cardio. If you're doing everything as good as you can, you need to examine your stress levels and what's going on to to fix that. Because from a chemical, the chemical, like you know, from that level in your body, nothing's going to get fixed. You, you you're wasting your time working out, wasting your time eating right. You need to get that in line. And it's hard yeah. as hell, dude, for me to, after I'm done, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just go to the beach and just sit there and let the wind hit me and just do whatever. But I'm going to be tempted to go, but I can make the video about stress and I'll take the tripod yeah. and film and yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make some content out of it, which I will, but there, that can be tomorrow. What, what yeah. am I, what, yeah. you know, God, God willing, no yeah, more heart sure. attacks. <laughs> but you, do you see what I mean? It's yeah, very much. No. That's a great point. That's a very great point. I'm sorry for trying to wrap it up before we got to that. Cause that's, I mean, it is something to where that just that statement alone shows me that I have more stress than I'm probably willing to admit right now. <laughs> I probably have more stress going on in my life than, uh, I'm aware of, and I need to do a, a, a check on it and really see what's going on. You have been dialed so in with everything. You've been dialed in for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah, I feel like there's, there's probably some, some stress that I need to explore today and figure out why it's so stressing me out. So 
I'll get back to you on it. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll get back to you too. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go again. I'm uh, joking. Shoot. I'm only joking because it happened to me. I'm not making sure. fun of anybody else, just myself. Right. So that, yeah, I mean, these episodes go by quicker and quicker, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. This, is, uh, yeah. this is great. Uh, I think before we go to, maybe yep. if you want to tell people how we're trying to, maybe just, just for the sake of, seo and the algorithm and stuff like that we realize the big fitness show is an overarching show for the first 50 to 51 episodes right now but mm -hmm. it seems like according to the audience we're speaking to certain people more than others now now our yeah. content is consumable all ages all genders all everybody can hopefully get something out of it we are totally inclusive as far as we want people to watch and listen but just for the sake of what i kind of the premise before I mentioned that, who are we kind of talking to now, at least from a keyword perspective, titles, and even content? What are we, what are we looking to do moving forward? Yeah, I, th I think we really want to help people, and this is coming from a place of trying to help the 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 most amount of people. But to do that, sometimes you got to get found um, to help more people, to reach more people. And we're, we love helping and talking, and the conversations I've had outside of. Uh, the show and, and guys that I talk to and people that reach out to me like the other day, the guy that I was talking about just a little bit ago, he reached, he was a friend from high school that just reached out to me because he saw a clip of the show and it resonated with him and he started listening and it, we engaged in conversation about it. And I really feel like the best place for the two of us to help as many people as we can is to help men in around our age, around in, the, in their forties and fifties. And so moving forward with the content, we're going to try to target that demographic. We're going to tar target probably guys 30 plus up to 60, you know, just to kind of give us a general idea of who we're talking to when we're talking about the content. So yeah, everybody can still listen, but I think moving forward this show, whoop, how loud is that? Sorry, everybody. Um, I just hit the well, microphone. They, they, people already <laughs> still have good hearing anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear so, that at all. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The, uh, the, uh, the show content moving forward will be kind of geared towards not kind of, it will be geared towards men in their 40 to 50 range, somewhere within that age range. And just talking about ways to, to live healthier and, and feel like a man again and, and take control of your life and alleviate some of the stress and do the things that, you know, I've overcome and Stevie's overcome and sharing our experiences. And we really feel like I've heard, I've, I've heard a saying before, you are best suited to help the person that you used to be. And I used to be broken. I used to have uh, self-doubt. I still do, right? And But I'm working through it and I've found ways to overcome it and work past it. And so to help a, a younger guy in my 30s, it would be awesome to help. When I was in my 30s, if I had a, a mentor in my 40s that was reaching out and trying to help me, that'd be a, a crazy, crazy good thing to have. And so I think you and I, can can reach more men when we speak directly to men so sorry ladies but we're going to be talking to some men stuff and then we can be a little more pointed with the content because now we know who we're talking to um, and hopefully reach more people that way and that's that's the goal here is to just reach as many as many people as we can to help them live healthier but now we're just going to focus on reaching as many men as we can to help men feel like men again i guess <laughs> Well, we're going to, we're going to definitely, it's overarching theme. So I think everybody sure. can get something out of the episodes. But like you said, this is strictly for 
if we're not found, then our message isn't getting out to anybody. So yeah. let's just start with start with that. And you know, of course, after we're done this episode, we'll sit there and go, "I didn't do a damn thing today," and beat <laughs> ourselves up. I think my I think my because of fifty two years old, you need a comfy cinema chair. I think the freight company just called, so let me bring Ooh, those nice. watch alongs to the, to the wrestling <laughs> channel. It'd be very good. So we won't well, do any more boogie two nine eight eight watch watch alongs. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not doing any more of those. <laughs> so, so cool. all right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Big Fitness Show. Uh, appreciate you. If you got some value from this, share it with a friend. And as always, you can email us at thebigfitnessshow at gmail.com if you have any questions. And for myself, for Big Stevie Cool, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Heart's still beating. <laughs>